Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Genesis. After the man Adam had eaten of the tree, the Lord God called to the man and asked him, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, but I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Then he asked, Who told you that you were naked? You have eaten then from the tree of which I had forbidden you to eat. The man replied, The woman whom you put here with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and so I ate it. The Lord God then asked the woman, Why did you do such a thing? The woman answered, The serpent tricked me into it, so I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you shall be banned from all the animals, from all the wild creatures. On your belly shall you crawl, and dirt shall you eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head, while you strike at his heel. The man called his wife Eve, because she became the mother of all the living. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph at the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Is a baby in a mother's womb a parasite? Does this invader need to be expelled in order to protect the bodily integrity of the pregnant woman? Some poor, confused people argue as much, but modern science foils this argument. It shows that far from being a parasite, a baby can actually help heal a mother, and benefit her for the rest of her life. In 1979, researchers at Stanford University were shocked to discover a pregnant mother's blood contained Y sex chromosomes. Women only have X chromosomes. The logical conclusion is that the Y chromosomes entered the body of the woman via the placenta from the baby boy she was carrying. 
One kind of fetal cell that enters the mother are stem cells, cells that have almost miraculous properties, cells that can morph into other cells. Someone wrote, in what ethicists can declare legitimate embryonic stem cell therapy, the baby's fetal stem cells can migrate to the mother's injured sites and offer themselves as a healing remedy, becoming part of the mother's very body. And what we see is a gift from the child. A baby's stem cells can repair and rejuvenate moms. And these cells remain in the mother for decades, perhaps even for the rest of her life. One scientist sees something beautiful in this. Long postpartum, we mothers continue to carry our children. At least in a sense, our babies become part of us. Just as we are a part of them. A confused argument against the Immaculate Conception, the fact that the Virgin was conceived without sin, is that it is not biblical. But of course it is. It is just not spelled out to the letter, like, say, the Holy Trinity, a term which is not in the Bible either, yet every Christian believes it. It is fitting, it makes sense to believe In the Immaculate Conception, St. Anselm put it like this. The whole universe was created by God, and God was born of Mary. God created all things, and Mary gave birth to God. He who would create all things from nothing would not remake his ruined creation without Mary. Mother Earth was immaculate when God made the first Adam. The new Adam's mother would be immaculate as well. That's fitting. It only makes sense. And more than that, it is church dogma. We have to believe it. And modern science can show us why. Recently, it has been discovered that baby girls, not just at birth, but in the earlier stages of fetal development, have all the eggs in their ovaries that they will ever have. Women do not make new eggs each menstrual cycle. What does that mean for us theologically? It means the Virgin Mary, fairly early on in her own mother's womb, would have all the 23 chromosomes that the Holy Spirit would later fertilize. So God's physical DNA was present In the Virgin Mary, inside of her, when she was in her mother's womb. That doesn't make the Virgin a goddess. It makes her an exalted creature, blessed among women. The Virgin Mary was a tabernacle for God's dwelling. She was the Ark of the New Covenant before she was born. The Virgin Mary was chosen from the beginning of time to be the vessel in which God would Enter his own created world. God created all things, and Mary gave birth to God. The virgin then shares the same DNA as God. She didn't just have her baby boy stem cells in her. She had God's stem cells in her. They became a part of her. She became a part of them. God became a part of the virgin's body, her stainless, immaculate body. Modern science helps to prove it. It is fitting. It makes sense. 
That's why it is dogma. That's why we believe it. <laughs>